Hey, my lovely ladies, before the show starts, I'm looking for some more six and seven figure female founders and CEOs to interview. So please go to www.twwguest.com to apply. Okay, well, thank you guys so much for being here. In today's episode, we're going to be interviewing Irene Boxberg, who has overcome so much, including having her doctors telling her that she would be in a wheelchair. It was an absolute miracle because that is not where she is now. And now she rightly considers herself, at least I believe, as unstoppable. (laughs) So she is going to take us behind the scenes in her number one secret of being unstoppable. And funnily enough, it has nothing to do with not giving up. So this should be a really exciting episode. Welcome, Irene. We're so glad to have you here. Thank you so much. I am so happy to be here with all of you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. So I don't want to waste any time. What is your number one secret to being unstoppable? Uh, Having faith when you don't. (laughs) I know it sounds really weird when I say that, but sometimes that's how it is. We must have faith. They're always going to be okay, even when you lost that faith. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about that. How did you, you know, what what happened to have you lose your faith? And how did you have it anyway? <laughs> I know. Yes. So, uh, you know, today you're walking and you're skipping and you're singing and you're enjoying your life. Mm-hmm. And the next moment it can change in the snap of a finger. Um, and that's exactly what happened to me 12 years ago. I was on the way to go home, change and celebrate my 43rd birthday, but instead I ended up in the hospital. Um, a, a person fell asleep behind the wheel and T-boned us and my life was never the same. Uh, from outside, I looked great, but inside sympathetic nerve damage, lumbature L1 through five uh, was happening. The pain, just consistently start intensifying, intensifying two, two years into it. Uh, doctors still didn't know how to do it. It took over a year and a half to get an epidural. To make a long story short, there was a lot of struggle, mental, physical, emotional. Uh, my body gave up. My brain gave up, created spasm, shaking, not a great look for a hairdresser. <laughs> no. Lost the business that was making me a hundred thousand dollars a year to I don't know six thirty. Um, lost myself, my hope, my faith, my desire to live, my mindset, and I've been in many many difficult situations, but nothing like this one. And I had to, you know, that f- uh, saying "fake it into make it." I don't yeah. normally like that because I'm a pretty authentic person. What you see is what you get. But I had to practice that, meaning I had to have faith when I didn't believe in it. Yeah. So so tell me a little bit more about that. How did you how did you pull that out of yourself um, during those hardest times? Um, I prayed a lot. I didn't believe in it, but um, it it made me feel comfortable. Right. There's a saying. that I used to tell my customers in my chair, whatever you are is just a moment. Giving up it is not an option. You know, baby steps better than no steps. Keep yeah. on going. You can refill your cup. And those things helped me. And my customers like, Irene, I, 
let's go. I need my hair done. You, you, come on. They use my sayings on that I used on them on me. And, you know, it's a feeling. It's hard to explain how I kept that state. And uh, it's just something that I be like, I don't give up easy. Mm-hmm. Right. I fought through a lot in my life. I, I, you know, single mother, you understand single mothers out there are fathers, you know, yeah. you both. So there's no choice. You have a child that needs diapers, food, roof under their heads or in their heads. I don't know what the proper English it is, <laughs> <laughs> but you get it. They need a house to sleep mm-hmm. in. So, you know, we have to become unstoppable. We have to have faith when there's none. It's, it, there's no choice. We have to keep on moving. I think that's so interesting that you decide you phrase it as no choice, because I think you could just as equally maybe flip that on its head and say, you made a choice though, right? You made the choice to be unstoppable, even when it didn't feel like you had any choices. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yes, for sure. So, so tell me a little bit more about like, what, what do you think that could look like for others or how, how do you recommend people go about being unstoppable now? I recommend you to first and most important, celebrate yourself, Mm -hmm. celebrate yourself in those difficult moments, find something that gives you joy. And I know it's so hard to do it in the difficult moment. I I lost my mindset because I could not see it. And, you know, like I said, I've been in some really difficult situation and I could still see that. And I know why, I don't know why, uh, Today and this interview that fake it till you make it comes a lot. Um, sometimes <laughs> we just have to, right? And I, mm-hmm. I and I don't smile if you're in pain, but smile to give you strength. Makes makes sense. And yeah. just slowly and surely, like even if you have to tip it toe, you're unstoppable. You don't have to do these big things when you're in that. I couldn't do a big thing because if I moved funny, sometimes if I took too big of a breath, first of all, be agonizing pain all over. And then the shaking would start. So I have to be so careful in every single move that I would make that the the universe, well, it's not the universe, but you know, the universe at this time was challenging me and she, it's was trying to make me unstoppable. <laughs> 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 so do you see it's like it's all of this, it's not happening to you, it's happening for you because through this difficult moments, fighting for your life, fighting to be unstoppable, and taking those millimeters, you know, steps, pretend you're a baby. Right, we are born. Mom is carrying us, right? And then slowly yeah. and surely we we sit, we shuffle, we get on, you know, right? Like, yeah. And that's it. And you become unstoppable because sooner or later the baby stands up and begins to walk, and then it runs, and you do it too. <laughs> yeah, it happen to you too. And what do you think it is about this? this viewpoint or this approach that makes it so effective for people or for you in your case? You know, I love life. And again, I am unstoppable. Um, I have goals and dreams that I go after, like there's no tomorrow. I block that noise. And I also think, you know, self-development, like growth therapy, uh, acknowledge the pain, 
taking some of that responsibility. I had to take some of the responsibility, um, my anger through the difficult moments. It was an accident, right? It's what happens right. to us is we, ha- we have the, we have to react how it's the reaction that is important, not that. Right. Act, what's that's what you too. have control over, right? You <laughs> yeah, can control you how you react. Yeah, and yeah. I get excited and I lose my English and words come out. Bear <laughs> with me. <laughs> I have to kind of, you know, I don't want to bring myself back, but I have to bring my thought process back because I lose my English with the excitement. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So, you know, let me put it this way. You don't have to be me. You just have to be you. Find your own comfort zone. Like, sometimes... You watch all of us, right? All these people, in me included, that I'm thriving, I'm dancing, I'm moving, I'm living my best life. And you're like, but I can't. Like, I want to do this, but I blah, blah, blah. You, you, you start becoming the excuse, right? Mm-hmm. But don't try to be us, right? You are right. incredible soul and you're an incredible human being. And everything that you need is within you, for this difficult moment or for that beautiful moment to celebrate you, to honor you, to inspire you, to go for it, to be that unstoppable self. So try finding your own self, you know, quiet yourself, meditate if you, you know, can write things down. Like journaling is amazing. Mm -hmm. So what would the audience find most surprising about this? What was the thing that as you were going through this, very challenging journey. Like what, what did you find most surprising about it? That God got me, even though I didn't believe in it. Um, It's very emotional for me because giving up is not easy as I shared with you. But five years ago, I sat in my chair and I prayed to go. Like I was done living in this broken body. I was done having epidurals and cortisone shots and hip injections and taking drugs that didn't help me just made things work you know and um it's tough it's it was it's tough and i prayed to die and that's very hard for me to say because that's not who i am um and i prayed to live all at the same time (laughs) (laughs) and praying for five years and God's not answering my prayers for a miracle. Right. And here I am asking for a miracle. This little voice said, you're not done yet. You need to do one more prayer. And I prayed for this magical non-existing option because doctors told me there was nothing they can do for me. And God got me, you know, and, 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 and it got you too. So keep on going, keep on moving forward. Keep praying your thousand last prayers. Keep taking that thousand last step. Um, it's going to be okay. You know, you're going to learn so much from this moment. And as I learned that when you don't believe you still believe (laughs) there's still hope (laughs) yeah as long long as we're here right as long as we and it's okay to give up and like let yourself 
I don't know, like be enveloped for a little while. So I, as the word surrender comes up, right? Oh, just yes. surrender. I was, I was just going to say that um, uh, two years ago I was interviewed and I said like sort of like this and she said, baby, when you didn't give up, you surrender and let God and universe, whatever you believe in, take over and you stop having that control because, you know, I it's hard for me to rely on anyone else. And uh, right. to ask for help is a big deal. So, yeah. And I was like, you know, English is my second language. So for me, surrendering, meaning you lost. And she right. explained it. And I'm like, oh, God, oh, no, surrendering. No, I'm unstoppable. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, so it was like this whole interview was discussing the word surrender and, and how English is such a bizarre language. It all depends how you use it. And I'm like, yeah. I didn't yeah. surrender. I gave my, I couldn't carry this burden anymore. And I gave it away to God, to universe. And that's maybe why my prayer was answered because I released the power of making it happen. I couldn't do it anymore. And I've learned a lot just from that, that I don't have to, you know, do it on my own, that I can ask for help. Even hard, it's so hard for me, and especially when you ask for help and, you know, sometimes you don't get it. You kind of like, okay, like that, feeling re re rejection comes in so that's how I felt surrender yeah. what do you mean <laughs> I'm surrender I'm the Russian woman in a mission <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah well and it's about kind of changing the perspective right yeah so yeah I think so often um we think that that we're not getting what we want um or what we think we need but ultimately it's because we're fighting, we're pushing, we're forcing, you know, and by all of that, we're pushing away maybe the solutions, the things that are trying to come to us to, to heal us, to save us, to fix us, whatever it is. Um, but we're resist, we're resist. And as soon as we surrender, then magic happens. Come through. And, yeah. and, and also it's what I've learned is when we prayer, pray, we have to pray with open heart and open eyes because when we pray, we pray for something that we need, want, right? Mm -hmm. Not what we need. And right. also the prayer, we have a vision of it, how it's going to show up. We pray for specific things, but mm -hmm. God, God says it gives us exactly what we want. I, my prayer was answered in the most bizarre way. I ignored that gift from God for four months <laughs> so it was so out yeah. of the box and maybe you're already praying for something for many 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 years and you're not seeing it because it doesn't fit your image of the prayer that you're sending out so pray with open heart and open mind and open eyes I love that I love that so what would you say is your next next big challenge what's the next big thing you're taking on in your life uh, I am on a mission to change millions lives with people just like me that live in chronic pain and doctors told them there's no option I know the pain I know the sorrow I know how it feels to lose hope in that uh, broken body um and uh, that is my mission. It's been my mission for five years and, and it's going to be for another 500 years. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It is a thousand percent commitment to 
inspire people in their difficult moments, not to give up hope, mm -hmm. uh, continue praying, mm -hmm. continue believing that your magic and miracle is coming. Could be mine. It could be another one. But for people in chronic pain, it's very difficult to try another thing because a lot of us has made peace with their pain and their body that don't function. And I had to um, use the word broken because normal, um, we're not broken, but in order for me to heal in the, not, this wasn't an extent. I have to acknowledge that my body was in some ways broken, but it's the most beautiful body. It was, it's just functioned differently. Mm -hmm. And um, I get it. I understand it. I speak the language. I went through it. I walked in the shoes. I know the loss of the life that I used to live and I thought would never have. So that is my mission to inspire with my words and my magical socks that God sent <laughs> to me. Not expecting that this magical socks can change my life, but it did. And uh, like I said, I learned to pray and to see out of the box miracles. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's a perfect segue into the question that we always ask all of our guests. Um, because we here at The Wealthy Woman, we believe that true wealth is never just about money. It can't possibly be, right? Um, we can't truly be wealthy if we don't have the things that are most important to us in our life, right? So, of course, there's some level of financial stability that has to go with that. But um, I love to always ask. So, Irene, what's the thing you have right now, not that you're waiting for, or that you think is coming, thing you have right now that makes you wealthiest in your life, in your business? That I live in my purpose, that my uh, mind, body, and soul and spirit aligns with my purpose and my mission. Uh, money never got me out of bed. Even when I had my salon and was making $100,000, whatever, what got me out of bed that I knew that I would get into the salon and I will change a life in my chair, that I will give hope back. And the same thing is now, is the mission to make people smile uh, that are struggling, right? And um, always for me has to, my, my purpose has to align with my heart and soul. If it doesn't, it doesn't matter how much money I can make, I can't do it. it. It is that healing process that I've been through that is wealthier than anything else and losing my health, right? And losing my mindset and losing that hope. Money cannot buy that. Right. It's, it's, it it's, is. It yeah. can't. So, so loving who you are, right? Mm -hmm. Loving your life. I've had a lot and now I have very little financial stability. But tell you the truth, I am, I was happy then, but I'm even more happier now that I, I don't make a hundred thousand dollars a year. <laughs> I mean, not yet anyway not yet it's coming it doesn't matter it's the icing on the cake of changing lives that again that never motivate me to do anything and so yeah yeah I am in the best place in my life with the least amount financial security if we're talking about wealth women and wealth the wealth comes from for me is knowing that I changed the life and it's always been like that either uh now with chronic pain and sending a gift to someone or giving a free haircut to a uh, single mother never paid, they paid me whatever they had. That is giving back, you know, giving yeah. back. That is what my wealth is. 
And my father taught us, may he rest in peace. He said, do it because you want to, not because you have to, anyone watching or applauding you. Do it because it's the right thing to do. So that was installed in us since we were little. And that's what my parents showed us by action, not just by words. Yes, mm-hmm. you have a penny, you have one penny more than someone else. So kindness is the way. <laughs> it's my wealth. <laughs> my wealth is my kindness and my purpose and my passion to, to create communities and make sure that we're all happy together and wealthy. <laughs> and our body, soul, and our pocketbook, I guess. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Well, Irene, we have loved having you as a guest today. Thank you so much. It's been amazing. And, you know, if our audience wants to f- learn a little bit more about these magic socks you mentioned, where can they find out about that? And uh, where would you direct them? So you can find me on Facebook, uh, Irene Vaxberg. Uh, I'm everywhere TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn. Or you can just, well, you can visit God, G-O-T, health.voxlife.com, but check, connect with me first so we can have a conversation, get, get to know each other, and I can guide you through the process. And, you know, if they wanted to find out, like, what are the top things that, that this can help them with, right? The, the socks or any, anything that, um, what, is it, what does it help with the most? What are the top couple of things? It's nothing to do with anything. It actually, (laughs) yes, yes, yes. Because it's every single human being on earth needs them because Mm -hmm. what it it doesn't deal with issues. It deals with balancing your brain stem and your central nervous system into homeostasis. And that happens in seven seconds. So I am on my favorite beach every single day and 99% of America is in traffic and they're busy at four (laughs) o'clock. So it's, yeah. The side yeah. effect of having your neurology being in uh, homeostasis, that means balance, is uh, everything else works better. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you again, Irene. It was wonderful having your infectious spirit on. And uh, I really appreciate you inspiring our audience to be unstoppable. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you all. Hey everyone, I really hope you enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more The Wealthy Woman podcast content, make sure to subscribe and here's a way we can help you for free. If you are a six, seven or eight figure female founder and CEO, we want to see and interview you on one of our podcast shows. Head to twwguest.com. Again, that's twwguest.com. I hope to see you on our next interview. Now, at The Wealthy Woman, we help six, seven, and eight-figure female founders and CEOs to scale their business by using unconventional approaches like leading-edge science and tapping into their unique authenticity code. If that sounds good to you and you want to get some help, then we're inviting you to book a short chat with our team to see how we can best help you. Go to www.thewealthywoman.com slash chat. Again, that's www.thewealthywoman.com thewealthywoman.com slash chat.